Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. You're a dungeon master. Uh, joining us here in the chat today, we have... Daniel, I'm drinking wine. I'm playing Chef Leak. Hey, all, I play Desmond. Zach, I play Falrak. Matt, I play Leolin. I'm off and I play Tardux. Speed uh, round, go! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today we'll be doing the uh, any percent run of Aldrax. No, the Dragon Blast. <laughs> We're not there yet. No, not there yet. You've managed to go more or less around Aldrax entirely. That's Thank why it, today's a speed run day. Anyway, who wants to remind us of what happened last time? Last time we met the Dragonborn after we made our air quotes daring escape down a mountainside from the mountain home. Uh, they're pretty legit. They live near the traveling oases, which are giant stone jellyfish that produce water for some reason and have small ecosystems living on their back. And they move around like real jellyfish. They don't produce water. They're full of water. <laughs> they don't, they I, get water from I invented them. <laughs> they pull the water up from the aquifers down below. Yes. Yeah, it's like, so, it's like SpongeBob when they squeeze the jelly out of the jellyfish, put it in a jar. Yes. Yeah. We had a lovely conversation with uh, the Dragonborn Chief and the Lore Master, mm-hmm. uh, Dryad, right? Yep. Spoke with the Dryad. Learned that the uh, the hatchling is an outside of the prime material creature that invaded, air quotes around invaded, to hatch itself. We learned that, uh, oh, we got a map of the Oasis movements so that we can go from Oasis to Oasis on our way south. Yep. Um, and we were instructed to burn it and destroy the map, every evidence of the map. There was no map kind of a thing. As soon as yeah, we what map? So you stand sort of in the middle of the Dragonglass Desert facing southwards with nothing but a map in your own wits to save you from dehydration and death. Hi-ho. <laughs> well, hang on. Hang on. We and a master ranger. Like. I would include your ability to track under your own wits. It's sort of a catch-all category for all of your abilities. It's like a contested wit check against animals. I don't know. Wild Shape isn't that intelligent an ability. It's a very wise ability, though. Mm, I don't get any bonuses from my wisdom. I wish I did. Bonus uses? Fuck, that'd be sweet. What the that'd fuck, be, wizards? That'd be so strong, though. Yeah, what, the, what the fuck, strong. wizards? Give me, give me some more shapes, man. Why is it? Why am I limited to two? Okay, yeah, you I'll learn how to transform into an icosahedron. Into what? An icosahedron. Wish granted, your shape. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I roll it. I shape back. You get a seventeen. <laughs> no, don't. I'm no. I'm huge, right? You can't roll me. No, push you're like down, push you're me like down like a dude. Medium, you're a medium sized. We well, still gotta like push me down a dune, then. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. None of us are that strong. None of us have a strength score of more no, than can, plus can one. This, can this can this be like a bonus wild shape feature so that? No, this uh, is I get this two. Is I get down B. I get two shit. No, I get it two shapes. Oh yeah, so I fly about thirty feet in the air and then yeah, I turn it to yeah down three down. minutes and we are already this far off track. Good God. God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Every, every so, minute you spend yak budding is a day in the wrong direction in the desert. Oh God! <laughs> we'll make we'll make up lost. Well, hang on. At this They're point, following... you walked off the edge of the <laughs> continent. <laughs> 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 
I mean, falling into the void is how I've always wanted to die. <laughs> you go so far up the X, but you see a light. You follow the light, and you fall off the edge. <laughs> you see a light, and then you wake up in a cart, shackled. Yep. Oh, got caught crossing the border, did you? <laughs> All right, that's copyright. <laughs> it's me copyrighted. What are you talking about? Todd Howard's gonna show up on the floor with a paddle. <laughs> um so right. yeah, I mean I we're walking. Let's get Lail in the map and go the correct direction. We're walking here. Alright, Laylin, I want you to make six survival checks. Just, oh dear god. Is there any way wow. we can assist with these? Uh, yeah, I'd like to use my have help access action. to the help action. Uh, also, I have help. survival. Hello. I add my help. Joe? Can yes. I also do survival checks? If you wish to also attempt to navigate through the desert, you are welcome to do so. I will also attempt to navigate through the desert in the Please hopes make that... six survival checks. Thank you. 21. Uh, 11. I'll type them. Yeah, I'm going to type them as well. I'm not going to assist because any time that I would be spending, like, other people would be spending helping with survival, I'm spending trying to meditate or trying to learn how to meditate. Okay. I'm pretty happy. I'm going going to instead spend my help action with Parajux trying to teach. Oh, I got pretty good roll. Farag knows. Farag knows how to meditate. Okay. No, 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 wait, wait, wait for mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Because I got a plus four in wisdom, boys. Oh, yeah, you do. Are you trained in survival? I have a plus nope. five, so. No, he's Wait. not trained in survival. But what Desmond, that's what makes this the, the best. Oceans, right? Wait. Desmond knows how to read maps from his time as a sailor. So What is the desert? There. If not very <laughs> what are the rules for rolling untrained? You don't add the modifier? You don't add your proficiency. Oh, I thought that pro- I thought when you were proficient in a skill, you added your proficiency bonus. Yeah. Yes. Oh wait, okay. I need to so roll that, one more. The same thing as train. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then add two like, to all of my to all of those scores. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's what happens. You guys are following the map, and after the first, your first day goes relatively uneventfully. At the end of the first day, you look at the map and you notice that the kind of shortest path to the next oasis uh, kind of trawling ground is across a chunk of desert that does not contain any oases or landmark. Like it's kind of like a blank patch in the middle. Mm -hmm. That's good. And all three of you who were making attempts to navigate, you all, you know, sort of sit down and agree that yes, this is in fact the, the fastest route. Yep. And since water is not an option, like a problem, we'll just go that way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. I should also note that uh, Chad and Desmond, you will start each day one spell slot short mm-hmm. uh, to represent your production of food and water. That's fine. <laughs> uh, excuse okay me. With that. You're excused. You Wait, why? Good berry, Give right? me those berries. Give me those good berries. Otherwise, we're going to run into exhaustion if you don't make us food. Or I'll eat you. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) hold on. Two hours into your journey, uh, Chad, you notice Terajux looking at you, and Terajux cartoon thing where you're just a roast chicken. Yeah, no, everybody is like turning into different foods. So it's like Chad is turned into a turkey. Desmond looks like a fish fillet. Balrog is just a rock. 
<laughs> Come on. You're a salt rock. <laughs> and uh, Leyland is this really spicy looking piece of jerky. <laughs> what? I would eat the jerky. At least you're not a rock. <laughs> so uh, during your second day, um, actually, can everybody give me their passive perceptions? Uh, oh, it's 12. 15. 13. Uh, 13. But I would like to note that whenever I'm not doing stuff actively, I am trying to do the listen on the wind thing Wait, unsuccessfully. I thought you had a plus four in wisdom, Desmond. No, no, I do don't know. I'll get 14. Um, My passive's 15. Okay. Uh, So during the second day, uh, you start to notice that the sand of the desert is starting to like very infrequently, but is being interspersed with like chunks of crystal. And I as you compare it to the crystal quills we have, it's identical. Now I've spent some time in the glass desert, right? So can I roll this trajectory? Yeah. When did that happen? When I when I went to training, they sent me into the dra- eighteen page backstory. I'm, well, first of all, I can tell you for certain that Kale's backstory is half a page. I was about to yep. say, let me open up the Google Docs. I'm looking drive. at it right now. I don't see anything on there <laughs> no, about the desert. I thought we had agreed that Desmond got sent into the desert to like lead people around so that you could make water for them and stuff. Oh, yes. I, I remember that. I didn't realize that you had specified the desert. I thought it was just kind of like around the continent sort of thing. Well, I can't. Well... Well, it's up to you, but I figured it would That's be That's fine. The you can have been in the desert. Okay. Now, what did you want to do with that experience? I wanted to make a history check to see if I had noticed this before or come across. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. I, I probably don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can have sort of the vague niggling sensation that you should know what this is. Is it good or bad? That's like in the pit of my stomach. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? What did you roll? A five. Well, I rolled a two, but then I added three to it, so it'd be five. You remember, like, it's it's not a great feeling, but it's also, like, I don't have a good way of describing this with such a Nothing low Nothing feels great when you're out in the desert, and you're also made of water. Like, <laughs> it's all fraught <laughs> with peril. It's, like, mild, mild discomfort. Yeah, okay. everybody's just looking at you like, well, they're really thirsty. I've already picked up a piece. <laughs> I've, I, like, I left, wrapped a cloth around my hand as, like, a a half-hearted precaution, but I'm already digging up pieces. <laughs> As you are bedding down for the night on the third day, or second day, you see a chunk of this crystal just sort of pick itself up off the ground and fly away in the direction you're traveling. Mm. Look, look, there it goes, look! They can fly too? Man, these things are awesome! <laughs> I knew you survived... No... And I and I turn where I've like opened up my satchel and I've laid out a conspicuously biped collection of pieces. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a kid's macaroni painting of a crystal golem. But it's like I didn't I'm not trying to make a golem. That's just like I had the misfortune of picking out the exact pieces required. (laughs) About Uh, we chasing that or what? (laughs) <laughs> well, we're going that direction anyways. How fast is it flying? Not terribly. Like, medium medium jog. That being uh, said, it's probably not best for us to expend our energy chasing 
flying crystals through the yeah. desert. I think we should know where it's going. I'm like, I am about to shake Chet awake. You are traveling in that direction where you were. Yeah. Our, but it's like, this is the difference between. Hello, everyone. Editor Joe here again. We just have a couple short sections that got dropped from this particular episode, so I'll be filling in here and in one other location. Uh, here, the party argues about the crystals, whether or not to follow them and investigate, and Terrajux shakes Chedwick with the intent of having him fly around to see what they're doing. By the torso, and I do like a... to propel him into the air. <laughs> like I'm launching a, like, what are those, like, hand-thrown gliders? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Find the let... crystal! Return you... with stories! And I faceplant into the sand. Yeah. Yeah, you let go, I flap my wings once and just land on sand, standing straight up, totally befuddled, <laughs> and you waking me up and then picking me up and then trying to throw me. Yep. T- TJ, TJ, I love you, man, but I don't know what the fuck you're saying, mm-hmm. but I, I know what you're saying. I the don't crystals, know why you're saying the it. The crystals are flying. We got to figure out why. I look around. Do I see crystals? There are crystals on the ground. Do they I see become, any flying? I don't see, see any flying, right? No, you don't see any flying crystals. Okay. It went that way. Terrajux, I think you need to go back to sleep. I'm not hearing voices. You're hearing voices. I didn't say you were hearing voices. I said you're seeing shit and you need to go back to sleep. <laughs> I I don't get up, but I roll back towards my bedroll. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think okay. you have scurvy. I grab a leftover goodberry from the day before and, and hand it to him. I mean, I won't say no to double rations, but but I don't like <laughs> you eat the second good berry and you feel uncomfortably. <laughs> oh. I pass out in a food coma. That works. <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, listener who may not know what good berry is, it's a spell where a druid can take like five blueberry-sized berries and turn them into, like, a day's worth of nutrition? Well, no. In 5, 5e, they, they're described as... you. So, like, in, in older editions, you had to you had to forage for the berries? What? When you get... When you but eat too many... trying to capture... Yeah. Right. I think we've done... The party observed another crystal flying away and decided to watch them carefully, as well as mark a few to see if there was any pattern to the crystals being selected to fly away. The crystals we know, we can see if we found the one we marked or whatever, if they're just like moving at random or some sort of creature that kills them. I wish I was awake to tell you how good of an idea that is. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Well, I guess I'm the only one conscious right now, and uh, no, I this, didn't personally... No, this happened while you guys were like... Oh, so we've already woken back setting up. Setting up camp. Oh. I, I guess you oh. were just, like, snoozing. See, that's I thought I was totally awake, but then I thought maybe I just... I, I thought that I'd missed something. Well, so like, what oh, happened we is um, we accidentally left, like, three or four bedrolls out in a small nest, and Ched's nesting instincts took over. Uh, <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> I went along with the sleep thing because I thought we had like gone to bed for the night. Like, or something. Whether like, or not you it. were awake or asleep is largely irrelevant to the fact that Terrajek still would have picked you up. And I was sort of yeah, thrown. and I and I didn't see crystals, so no. Was, well, then, I was on the edge of camp, <laughs> meditating mysteriously. 
Anyways, at this point, I've already gone around and just painted the the nearest, like, ten crystals. Splendid. Would anybody like to do anything else before we pass time? Grum, I'm way too full. I think. I'm good. I'm good. I forget this just kind of happens. Chad, what's your radar set to? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, shit. You can't actually... Oh, that's like, right. We have uh, too many crystals. Your radar is essentially like... Oh, because it's divination. Yeah. Okay. Has it... Um, I asked Chad if it's gotten worse since we entered this like crystal field. Yeah, is, is the, yes. the white noise louder? Absolutely. Okay. Excellent. No. Like you've moved from so it's it's like being on a road trip with the same radio station on and like as you've gotten further into the oh, desert yeah. progressively oh. you get less signal and more static. It, it kind of like swap stations sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like telling me that the nearest giant lizard is is uh right there like it's in, directly behind you above us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's lizard, that's when the pterodactyl appears. There's a <laughs> sky city of, of giant lizards that I need to go find. I'll be back. But it's in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, I guess we press Lizard on. Lizard grande. <laughs> I don't think. No, that's I'm not. I'm sorry to our Spanish listener base. <laughs> Uh, you awaken the next morning. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, everything's normal. That's just your natural way of waking up. That's, yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, uh. Ah, we're nothing before the storm. Uh. Oh, he's, hello, he's everyone. Like, uh, PTSD from the war. <laughs> the war that been. I didn't serve in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have you have so many personalities, you can't keep track of the ones <laughs> that aren't. I accidentally gave myself PTSD. Yes. Oh my god. No, I believe it. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, I go out and I check our uh, painted crystals. What painted crystals? You don't know about any painted crystals. You were asleep. Oh yeah, I was. I wake up and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high. By which uh, I mean, I like I oh jump up and down Let's in the- place. Okay. Well, did you get Did you get out of bed? Did you drag your comb across your head? No. Should have done that too. Should've no, done that first. my uh, my hair is actually, and I'll I'll go on. I'll establish this as canon. My hair is naturally windswept. <laughs> mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. uh, okay, never mind. I was gonna make a feathered joke, but it's too bad. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, are the the crystals that I painted still there? There are eight painted crystals. What you looking for, Leland? Oh, don't worry about it. I already have a bunch of those if you want some. He pulls out his little crystal doll. (laughs) Soon, soon we will show them all. (laughs) Just doing an experiment. Don't worry about it. I can't decide if it would be creepier to have one doll or four. Uh, one. For now. So you uh, carry on. I think you should have five, one for each of us. Yeah, I pack up. I don't like that idea. <laughs> Onward we go. 
so the quantity of crystals in the sand is increasing, so they're becoming like a fairly common sight as you carry on. Um, you are starting. You've noticed that you're kind of like moving at an upward slope now. Um, and like once every two hours, a chunk of crystal will pick itself up off the desert floor and fly away in the direction you're moving. Is it random, like Always? plus or minus, or is it like, can I set my clock by it? It's, it's not precise. It's just okay. like on average. And it's overall. always the direction we're going. Yes. Second question. As we're drawing closer to what I can only assume is a dark nexus, um, are these crystals always directly near us, or can we see other ones sort of out on the horizon? Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's not like in your vicinity necessarily. You're, right. These are just you notice them within your field of vision. Have yeah. I seen any of the ones I any of the two I painted? No. Uh, Ched, it might be worth getting some altitude and seeing what's ahead. Because, like, I, I'm a fan of crystals. I, you know, it's like I, I only just started recently listening to their stuff, but um, I'm pretty into it. <laughs> but this is too many crystals. Like, <clears throat> this, there's a lot of crystals, and I was expecting more of a lead up to my experience with all the crystals. So, is anyone um, else getting seriously wigged out by this? Hmm. Uh, it seems like a kind of an odd natural phenomenon, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check out, see what's ahead. My old man brain would, you know, think I would have an opinion or another. <laughs> so has this crystalline, uh, static been affecting the wind that I'm listening to or? You, uh, you haven't heard any, any further whispers. Um, pretty much since you got out into the desert. Okay. Well, honestly, that that just makes me feel better because now I know I'm not insane. It's the mountain home that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So is, there, I, is there any other change, like a change in like the wind or the temperature, like anything that's changed? No, oh. wind feels good. <laughs> nope, yeah, pretty standard desert weather conditions. Let's keep following the crystals then. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Do I not see anything ahead? Chad, are you so are you actually flying ahead or are you just going up? Just going up. Okay. Because that'll give him like three or four more miles over the horizon, so to speak. What do his bird eyes see? That's the the incline that uh you're following kind of gets steeper until eventually it becomes like a veritable Oh, it's not a mountain. It's kind of a steady, gradual slope, but it does carry on like indefinitely and like till it reaches the horizon. And I don't see anything on the horizon. It's just sand. Yes. Okay. Then I'm gonna land and relate that to the party, and I guess we can just keep moving forward. Huh. Now, are we sure we're going the right direction? What does the map say? 
Map doesn't say anything for this map portion. <laughs> I very specifically noted that there were no notable landmarks in this particular region it's, of the desert. It's almost as if no explorer has ever returned from this area to tell people what's in it. Or as if this place is being avoided. Yeah. Um, do the do the jellyfish tracks look like they sort of conspicuously turn near this place, or is it missed purely by coincidence? You have no real way of knowing that. I mean, like, do the turns on the map look sharp? Uh, nothing that the jellyfish do looks sharp. Okay. I mean, I'm all for pressing on, but we got to put our danger hats on. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather continue on as well, but we'll definitely be uh, cautious. <clears throat> so the alternative would be we detour. And we take the long way around this huge mountain of flying crystal. And that's going to take a long time. It may or may not even be a problem. Right. It may be a good thing. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Leyland, good is bound to happen Leyland, to us I, at some point. I love your optimism. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address that directly to Matt. I love your optimism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, yes, presumably one day I'm going to go home and get married, but there's a lot of time in between. Falrock, I love your optimism. I said presumably. I don't really presume much. No, we're going to get you to that wedding. Do you want to sing the dwarf version of old Susanna with me? (laughs) (laughs) Do you even know that? I mean, I'm sure I can figure it out. If he can figure it out, it'd no. just be really profane. Just no. a few bars, make up the rest. Just the like the raunchiest version you've ever heard. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be, you know, the, the pirate version. Yeah. The sailor version. <laughs> no. Like the the man from Nantucket version. Anyways, moving on. So we walk in. Have any of the crystals <sighs> that I've collected tried to like leave and find their brethren? In fact, one of them does at the end of the third day. Like, you're laying out your crystals like you have been for the last two nights for whatever yeah. reason. And <laughs> one of them just, like, picks itself up off the sand and flies away into the desert. I grab it with mage hand. Uh, okay. Is that, you, I just, is that sufficient? I didn't know how strong it was. You grab it with mage hand and you start reeling it back in. And Whoa, then, it's a fighter. Yeah, it, no, exactly. It starts to push harder against your mage hand. Some, until for some reason, it's making fishing line noises. <laughs> um, and eventually, it exceeds the five pounds of force that you can hold on it and it like snaps out and flies away at a higher velocity than the other pieces. Yeah. I All lean right. in and I go, crikey. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. that's that's concerning. That was neat. Note, note to all, do not get in the way of the crystal. I have locate object. I want to try to do it on Waffle's crystal that just, you know, flew away. The anti-scrying crystal? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, the anti-location magic? Oh, I get it now. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can ride you. The guy wants to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you try to you try to set up the spell, and all you get is like TV static. <laughs> you Aww. get a four oh four. 
<laughs> 404 crystal not found. Uh, and so at this point, the, the crystals are like common. You'll see big chunks of them just everywhere. And the number of them that fly away is proportionally higher as well. The Dragonborn mentioned nothing about this, right? I'm not. Well, we weren't supposed forget. to go this way. I imagine only the most desperate of travelers would come through here. The fourth they, day dawns. Didn't they tell us? 24 hours remain. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> what are you confused about? Did the Dragonborn specifically tell us to avoid this area? And we t- no, no. They, it's just they don't travel between the dunes. Like they have their oases. Why would they? Right. Ever, yeah, they, they, don't they, ever they follow the oases. That's what the that's what the clerics in the desert are for, right? So you can yes. travel outside the route. Mm-hmm. You have uh, clerics of Aquila who and take parties of people like caravaneers through the desert when they wish mm-hmm. to go, which isn't very often. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, they're going to skirt the edges, or they're going to go like from the edge to an oasis, follow the oasis, and then get off at the other edge. Like they're not, yeah. they're not doing what we're doing. Right, but we were not told to avoid this area specifically. No. Okay, all right. That's and we're all. pretty far from the center, right? And the center is where everything got all weird. Uh, you were never given a precise location for where everything got all weird. Fun. Real fun. So for all we know, this could be the obelisk. <laughs> but you'd think they would mark that on the map. It's a slight mm. oversight, yeah. Wait, maybe the anti-scrying magic is so powerful that you can't even write it down. Okay, write it in let's, steel. Back up, let's back up a second. What is this a map of? Write it in steel. It's, it's a map of, of traveling the wandering oases. Yeah, correct. They would have other things on there, like just Probably like if you have not. a map of the U.S. highway system, it has the mountain ranges, doesn't it? I like don't know. A standard roadmap atlas. Yeah, they'll have it labeled like there'll be a, a words that say Rocky Mountains, maybe exactly. <clears throat> like something like the the crystalline wasteland. I feel like would be equivalent to the Rocky Mountains. Both in, you know, size and denizens. Unless the Rocky Mountains were a region of the country that was considered deeply cursed, and so people avoided even talking about it. And apparently it moves, too, because the crystals move. So they would have a could also be migratory. Like Detroit. <laughs> like Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that famous wandering city, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> They've made so many cars that the city itself grew wheels. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're getting into Mortal Engines territory. That move terrible. We're, oh, we're going. Was it? It's Aww. bad. Aww. The books were okay. I was looking it, forward to seeing it, it still. It is a whole bunch of. Still might. If you have nothing better to do, sure. Okay. But just don't expect to be fulfilled. It is, it is ripping off so much of the Star Wars and also trying to be Mad Max. And it's like, guys, just. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Chosen one of the cars. It's 80% backstory and what's going on here, and 20% things actually happening. Oh. Yeah. Huh. This has Sorry. been Movie Reviews with the Alchemist Club. <laughs> Sorry for the diversions. Sponsored. Uh, yeah, sponsored <laughs> by nobody. I got my eyes yes. on the horizon. Sponsored I am by uh, Lisa. Dark Obelisk.
Uh, if I don't yeah, see an obelisk, now I'm going to be disappointed. It's now. And uh, we love, I mean, it's. <laughs> no, we're God. moving on. There's, this is getting Hi, cut. We're, we're going for uh, no, no, no. First time listener, long throwback. time caller. It's a throwback. <laughs> it's a throwback to my. my... This has uh, been the actual play portion of the actual. <laughs> Okay, at about noon on the fourth day, you come to the uh, the kind of peak of this slope that you've been following. Oh. Uh, who's at the front of the party? Probably Leyland and yeah. Chet? Yep. Okay, uh, Leyland, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Chet, oh, probably God. also. I'm definitely not in the front. Uh, I'm flying. Okay, if you're flying, then you don't need to make a dexterity saving. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that would be a 14. Okay. You manage to catch yourself as you come to the lip of of this kind of dune, and the other side is a very steep, sandy-like Oh, it's a crater. And as the rest of you kind of reach the top here, you can see three things in order of visibility and probable importance. Boba Fett. <laughs> yes, that is there. First is the sort of crater itself. Uh, you are looking out over a, a ring of stone and earth and pockets of sand that is probably a few miles across. You can see chunks of crystal scattered around, damaged and fully uh, fully formed crystal humanoids and just like hundreds and hundreds of skeletons all strewn about this enormous uh, blast zone. Um, and it's like a 60 to 70 foot, not drop, but slide down the dunes into this crater. Yeah. The second thing you spot is sort of at the epicenter of this blast zone is a uh, not terribly tall, but about, at your estimation, 70-foot-tall pillar of crystal that is quite jagged at the top. Um, there is, you can see uh, from your vantage point that there are bits of crystal sort of flying in from all edges of the desert towards this crystal pillar. And they are sort of assembling in like a swirling cloud at its apex. The third thing you see is uh, you guys know those, you remember the like ball and stick atom kits that you had in chemistry class? Oh yeah. Making like models of molecules. Right. There is uh, something that kind of resembles that. It's like there's, and it's like 12 sides, think of a D12. Those are kind of the balls and then there are channels running between them. Those are the sticks. There are Six or seven of them kind of wending their way in a a spiral up the outside of this pillar. And there are a few branches kind of off a couple of them. Can we see what they're doing to the pillar? Like, does it look smoother and more finished in their wake? So the, like the bottom 65 feet of the pillar are, it's like smooth crystal and it's only jagged at the very top. Oh, okay. Okay. And this, like, to me, the stories I heard from the shaman regarding 
the giant crystal pillar in the desert that nobody could kill, so they had to call down an orbital strike from the gods to do it. Oh, yeah. This looks very, very much like that. So I immediately Mm -hmm. turned to Desmond and go, Hey, Desmond, maybe you could uh, ring a quill up on the horn? Not, I don't think I can yet. Not till next level. Ah. (laughs) And and even then, it's like a couple couple percent chance. (laughs) Yeah. Okay then. Um, so right. does this look like something that was man-made or no? What that not? Well, you did not hear anything about this kind of like half helix that's around the outside in any of the stories. When the lore master told you the story, his sand weaving showed just the pillar itself. Right. Hmm. And this looks very similar, I assume. Yes, like it's much shorter. Sides. Okay, so here's my working theory. The crystal is waking up. Yep. Um, my theory is though someone is trying to help push that along. Oh, very interesting. Uh, we should go stop this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am an unmaker of things unnatural. Why, why us? Right. Why not us? Why, why us, though? If not us, then who? Yeah. Nobody. Eh. If we just leave this, Desmond, it's going to cause trouble. Last time it happened, <laughs> it killed half the continent. I, it's not my problem. It'll Nobody. be your problem okay. when they hit the ocean and turn all the fish into crystal. Uh. Appealing to the ocean is the only way I know how to get through to Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> just just because we were the first ones here and noticed these problems doesn't make it a, make it our problem. This is but way time, beyond our pay grade. But by the time we get somewhere else and we tell them what's going on and we convince them what's going on and they send scouts and the scouts come back and the scouts tell them it's real and they put together a raiding party and they go to deal with it, it's going to be three times taller than it is now. All of that's still going to have to happen even if we decide to do things. I mean, unless right now it is more vulnerable than it would then. You want to hit it with a stick? Go down there and hit it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, I want to hit wait, it with wait. my stick. Go. Uh, Go ahead. Can I get a perception check from everybody in the party, please? Seven. 20. 15. Wait, critical. 20, 24. 21. <laughs> Desmond and I are arguing, so we don't really look. Yeah. <laughs> The, the other three of you feel as though a weight has suddenly been lifted off your person. And I don't mean like you feel better. I feel like you're f- like something has physically vanished <laughs> from your possessions. Oh, Jesus. I checked and for the crystal that was stopping no, us from getting scried. It's still like you still have all your crystals. Um, okay. You take a minute to pat your pockets and you notice that all of your water skins and bottles are empty. Farts. Thirsty. Desmond, Max, you suddenly Desmond feel like dry. dry. I feel what? Dry? You suddenly feel very dry. Oh, I'm shriveling up. Uh, Turning into like a raisin. Okay, <laughs> I'm pruning. That's unpleasant, whatever that is. I look around, <laughs> like, I look in a direction not the crystal, because why would a crystal need water? Is something like above, below? Is the sand doing weird things? Desmond, you feel in your heart of hearts that this is a sign of Aquila's displeasure. Oh. Oh. So, 
<laughs> I'm getting slapped on the wrist. Is that what this is? <laughs> this, is this has happened before? Yes. All right. All I right. I love to imagine like Aquila getting mad enough to remove all the water from like whatever you're drinking at the time. No, well that's that's literally the only way she can get attention, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, essentially. You're you're about to like take a swig of beer and just this dust goes <laughs> No, no, like and you just hear me get really hoarse and be like, All right, all right, if that's what you want, and I just have my hands and I'm just kind of like walking in the circle. <laughs> I don't get it. Yes, clearly yes, you don't that is what I want. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What I'm about just... the pickle juice? That would make it so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> the pickle juice is fine. God, it'd just be yeah. pure salt. But <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. Obviously, yes, you know better that than is me. What I want. That's what I'm I told you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to her. Oh, you you immediately rehydrate. <laughs> well, uh, you should probably like. Uh, I just I, don't know. I just sit in the sand and big body <laughs> language. You can clearly see what we're doing. So maybe like point gesture at the pillar. Ah, it'll be fine. You know, if we die horribly uh, or turn into crystals, at least Aquila knows what's going on. Why is negative reinforcement so? works so well I I don't normally do this because I think the gods are a little bit overrated but I give a winning style skyward (laughs) oh god and I start heading into the crater okay you take a step forward and you immediately slide 70 feet (laughs) god damn it Tatterjux and I follow does he seem okay? Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to dangle my feet over the edge and just watch. Okay. I will glide down. And, I'm gonna uh, stay up as well just to see, just make sure that nothing like surprises them. Nope. The uh, the two Farak and Terjux have a grand old time sliding down. And I've got my um, like at the edge of my backpack I've got the flap open a little bit with the recording bottle so for whatever reason it has like a a shitty green filter on it and like a heads up display like it's a point of view space marine camera of someone about to die horribly and (laughs) I'm narrating our incursion into the zone oh my god (laughs) you need to have like a David Attenborough like accent going on for for this like no, one no, of your this personas. Is like, um, this is for the first person shooter protagonist to like come and find this and like they get the playback. <laughs> by the time the playback is over, they turn and they're surrounded by crystals. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. That's how it happened? Uh, and I'm I'm twitchy AF right now, so if like if crystals start moving, I I might like. I'm gonna freak out. It's gonna happen. You you inform Falrock and Chad of this. Yeah. All right. Well, if you if you get if you get shocky, don't don't point it at me. No. No, my uh, my shocky is a it's very short range, and I've been informed that touching these things is not good for you. Uh, All right. I slide down as well. Splendid. So. Desmond. He just waves. <laughs> <laughs> He waves and then his hand starts to shrivel. <laughs> I, get up, I get up to walk away and I start to prune again. <laughs> Shake my fist and I'm just, I'm just gonna, gonna sit down and just 
scoot on my butt all the way down. So as soon as you sit down, it becomes wet sand. Yeah. Oh, and it does not slide very well. Oh. <laughs> so just, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the fishman ocarina of time, just sidestep. Okay. Wait. It takes about five full minutes for Desmond to reach the bottom. In this time, I've already pitched a like a product to Fall Rock and Ched that's like basically a surfboard. I don't know if surfing exists in this world yet, but it's about to. I like, ever see you know make this awesome waves. It's some sort of like smooth board where you could just like shred down this mountain. I don't know what shredding means, but it sounds like the right word. <laughs> sounds like here. a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. It sounds radical. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fitting. <laughs> I, I like how in the context of a fantasy universe, shredding and radical are just totally wrong words to use <laughs> Politics have nothing to do with this, Chatter Ducks. No, no, no. I'm not talking like shredding and radical in the sense that like, oh, yeah, we ran into a radical cult of forgotten dragon gone, gods and they had shredded the townsfolk. I'm talking like, you know, some some gnarly shreds. I don't, I don't know though. <laughs> Why are you bringing the forest into it now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hearing voices. You're hearing voices. <laughs> Come on, let's go. That's the second time you've heard Terradrux shout that without any context. <laughs> yeah, but I shout things all the time without context. But the That's same true. thing. That's true. The same thing twice in a row is very, very unusual. I'm starting to get a bit worried. (laughs) So you are on the edge of this large blast crater, and you are surrounded by, like, it's mostly broken crystal humanoids out here, and there are plenty of skeletons, and the skeletons are like, uh, I say skeletons, it's like desert mummification, really. Oh, okay. So we can see what race they were. Yeah, and they've all clearly been here for a very long time. Have they been here long enough that their stuff is gone? No. Um, In point of fact, all of the skeletons appear to be, like, kitted for war. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, divine crystal-busting army, they might have some stuff. Now, if if we go over to one of the people, like, does does any of the stuff on... Like, at first glance, does any of the, the soldier's armor or stuff look usable? To yeah, uh, like, all of the armor and weapons that you see appear to be functional. Okay. Hmm. What, uh, like, what sigilry do they have on their stuff? Like, I assume there are shields with, like, big crests and things. Uh, make a history check for me, anybody oh. who wishes to try and discern these things. Oh, for sure. That is a 12... Shed is no history buff. That is a 16. Total of 20. So I just think it looks like a cool... Well, you recognize a couple of, like, older Juxian regiment Oh, like like old Republic Jux, yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's like, you know that they're Juxian, you can't place when, but you, like, vaguely remember seeing them in a history textbook that you looked at for half a second once. Yeah. It's really hard to know when because all the emperors have been named Jux. So yeah. it's like I forget if it was like Jux or during the reign of Jux. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Leyland, you spot 
a few uh, banners of the uh, of the palace guard of Argenta, which is the capital of Sildal. Yeah. Falrock, there are mountain home insignias along with several of the major gem duchies. Desmond, you spot holy holy symbols of the five gods littering the battlefield. Everyone is here. Everybody's represented. <laughs> Can I specifically look to see if there's any warhammers on someone yes, of the Onyx warhammers. Duke? Or like of the um, Onyx Duchy? Oh, specifically the Onyx Duchy? Yeah. Well, they're they're family. Yes. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check, but it will take you some time to search. That's fine. I'm going to take like a, a pauldron from someone with a old Jux sigils on it, just because I think it's cool. Okay. But only one pauldron. That's fine. <laughs> I got a good um, asymmetry. With a, you got a 17, you said? Yeah. After like 10 minutes of sifting through corpses, you eventually come across a group of soldiers with the Onyx Duchy insignias on them. And yes, they have various weaponry that you can avail yourself of if you so choose. Grabbing a Warhammer for smashing stuff. These would be like really nice Warhammers, right? Yeah, they're very high quality. They're Mm -hmm. like, if this were 3.5, I'd say they were masterwork, but that isn't a thing anymore. So they're just nice. Is there anything that stands out to me or that might look perhaps like unusual to find that maybe, I don't know, could have some sort of be some sort of help for the crystals? You don't really spot anything like all of the weapons here have clearly been brought with smashing crystal in mind. You don't see many swords. You see a lot of hammers. You see a lot of maces. Mm -hmm. Um. There, there aren't any Eric Cochran, are there? No, I didn't think so. And I'm, I'm sniffing around for like pendants or bracelets or rings or anything that would be like enchanted. If you want to take an hour or two to search, you can do that. Maybe we should do that on the way out. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. I don't want to be punching this with my fist. No. That's what were the? What were the elves of the palace guard? What weapons did they have? They had... uh, This is actually a good point. They were largely using bows with, like, modified arrowheads. bag arrows. Yeah, well, functionally, yes. Um, You find, like, one or two arrows that are... I mean, they're kind of brittle because the shafts have been in the sun for a century. Yeah. Um... And the fletching is completely gone. Right. But they've got like, instead of arrowheads, they have like flat metal cylinders on the end. Mm. If you, you have the idea you could take the blacksmith and they could probably replicate yeah. it from your description. It's unlikely yeah. that you'd be able to find anything usable after spending so long baking in the sun. Yeah. Right. Well, that that's makes sense. So let's head closer. Okay. I would imagine the bodies pile up the further we get towards the the uh, pillar. Uh, actually, they thin out a bit. Oh, so it's like a blast radius thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So you remember from the story that the gods like smote the crystal pillar and it exploded. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So kind of the the thickest carnage and debris is around the outside, and it tends to thin out a bit as you go in. 
so you continue further in, yep. and as I said, things tend to uh, kind of thin out a bit. You notice that it's mostly like rock and stone, like the sand has kind of been blasted out from this area. Oh, yeah. But there are pockets uh, from time to time of sand, and like you go to step on them, and it you sink a little bit. So when you're about halfway across the fields, uh, I would like some perception checks, please. Natural 20. Uh, 21. 4. 24? 20. Okay. Uh, Everybody more or less simultaneously uh, notices that so these uh, like spheres almost they're not spheres they look like d12s and I can't remember the shape name uh, of the kind of helix around the exterior of the pillar the very top one is like half finished so it's level with the top of the pillar and on top of that kind of half sphere you can see isn't that a dodecahedron? Is it a dodecahedron? I think so. That's probably right. Let's po- polyhedron with twelve flat faces. Yeah, it's yeah. a dodecahedron. So these dodecahedrons are, you know, the top one is like half a dodecahedron if you cut one like across <clears throat> the middle. Oh, like the um, helix isn't finished either. Yeah, it's it's pretty much exactly level with the top of the pillar. Uh, and standing on top of that, you can see that there is a figure who is looking <gasps> directly at you. Ah, uh, shit. Here we go. Shall I we? wave to Saskia. <laughs> uh, you, so you wave, and he brings a fist up and clenches it, and suddenly the crystal golems scattered around you start to stand up. I, oh, I put up my other hand in the universal sign of what the fuck, dude. <laughs> Which is the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. I'm like, I, I give him a big shrug. I'm like, yeah. eh, get, what? Come on! Do you give him the walk like an Egyptian shoulder wiggle? No, I like okay. just throw my arms up in. It's almost exasperation. So I throw my hands up and, na- and I yell into the sky. Now you want us to do this right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, water like drips off of you. Um, what? Uh, so what is this man like? Give me a little more deets on this fella that's trying to kill us. Okay, uh, first detail, he's like a mile away from you. Okay. So it's kind of hard to make out. Like color color of the robes, anything. His, he's not really wearing robes. He's got like tatters and they Black are... Naked. Oh, okay. No. They are kind of like sun bleached hmm. sort, of, sort of things. Uh, anyway, so you've got all of these crystal golems coming to life around you. I say we book it. We can't. We literally can't. Uh, how, how are we supposed to climb no, back I, out I of the mean, crater? No, I mean, like, we run inward, not... Oh, oh, yeah. you mean not run away. Go towards no, the no, guy. No, 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 no. I'm just we're saying, like... We're still in runaway mode, but we won't make it. We're probably faster than the golems. At least... No, I mean, we would die of st- dehydration. <laughs> yeah, also that. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Desmond is running the simulations and like he thinks about running away and he just sees himself desiccating into nothing as he turns. Yep. yep. Still uh, yeah, just- I, like I'm already breaking into not like a flat out run because I don't want to get there and be like wheezing, but like a gentle trot. I'm trying okay. to speed walk away from these golems. 
Like you're okay. you're a soccer mom <laughs> trying to get the toy on it's Black like Friday. You know, you're being chased by zombies, you don't want to sprint. You just want to like jog. Yes, because yeah. being right. casual, they're just not going to want to kill us. Cool, it's persistent predation, right? <laughs> That's why zombies are terrifying because they're more persistent than humans. They took our niche. Anyways. So Terrajux begins a brisk walk. <laughs> towards the the like the dodecahedron nearest you is on the ground level and you can see that there like there's a gap in the bottom face leading inwards oh so these like this helix is not like moving or anything it's a no stationary. it's stationary okay. for some reason i imagined it rotating so there's a cloud of crystal shards at the top of the pillar oh, that okay. is like a miniature whirlwind above it got it but the helix itself is is not moving yeah so i'm i'm jogging i'm uh, like I'm and i'm i'm looking back I'm over my shoulder down. at these golems to see if like <clears throat> to see if they're actually sort of like the slow lumbering inevitable shapes i expect or if they're like sprinting at us interestingly they don't like they are forming kind of a, a wall behind you they're sort of building themselves up such that if you tried to move in any direction other than towards the dodeca, you would have to go through them. Oh. Okay. Oh, we're being funneled. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, we're falling right into it. Well, I'm, I'm just really The best off. way to defeat a trap is to punch right through the other side. Yep. He's right. Um, or you Juxian could Juxian military strategy. Uh, sense trap and... Uh, <laughs> Throw save. people at it till it goes away, right? Yep. <laughs> Yikes! That's that's right. also French military <laughs> tactics. <laughs> that's a lot of military tactics. Yeah. All right, let's uh, get going inwards then. Yep. Trot, trot. Okay. Uh, the crystal golems start to kind of crowd in as you go, and you are there are a lot of them that are out here and moving around. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, none of them make any attempt to touch you. Okay. Well, which, at least they know boundaries. We well, haven't. you would think that what, from what you heard, this was you know a virulent crystal plague that was seeking right. to convert everything it came in contact with. Are are they attempting to cage me in from the sky as well? Because I've been flying this whole time. How high up have you been flying this whole time? Just like ten feet off the ground. So I didn't they touched the ground when we first got here because I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, they don't appear to be making any particular effort to keep you on the ground. Other, do they appear to be moving sluggishly? Like, no. Does it take them a while this is to definitely intention form their structures, or are they very quick? Why don't you fly straight up and see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather stay with the party. Um, yeah. While Our, this is uh, happening, I'm taking my various like disguise cloths and just wrapping my forearms, like any sort of layer between me and touchies. Seems reasonable. <laughs> I put on my crushed bowler hat because why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, might as well look good. You arrive at the dodecahedron looking like a a Victorian mummy. <laughs> a victorian burn victim uh so yes you get into the bottom dodecahedron the crystal golems sort of form a semicircle 30 feet 
in radius around the exterior. And at your guess, there are probably a hundred of them. Ooh. The guy's still there? You can't see the top of the helix anymore. Hmm. Uh, I guess we go in the the dodecahedron. I assume it's like a staircase. Uh, it's actually an open chamber inside, but uh, we are going to call it there for now. This is so I can break up the recording sessions oh, and okay. I don't have to like paste together intros and outros. <laughs> yep. uh, so sure. thank you for joining us. I've been Joe, your host and a dungeon master for this exciting adventure through the desert. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club. Uh, joining us, we have... Daniel. Hey, ho. Zach and I play Falrock. Leyland, played by Matt. And I'm Waffle, and I play Tilio Fiffin, Crystalline Helix Inspector for Hire. Thanks for joining us.